Irish NFL show. Firstly, thank you for listening to the show. We truly appreciate all our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we would massively appreciate it. Also, reach out to us on social media. We love interacting with listeners and with fans from wherever you are in the world. And with that said, on with today's episode. And then we come to the Saints. Um, Derek Harris signed just before free agency picked off. I remember called the week of the Super Bowl economy. There was a conversation about him being traded from the Raiders and he said he wasn't willing to do any trade and he wanted to sit tight and Inevitably, it was a, it, it just seemed to be a bold move from him that the Raiders have should really cut him loose. He goes to the Saints, and I was looking at their free agency activity. I mean, they haven't done a lot. Obviously, Derek Carr is the marquee signing, but you bring in Jamal Williams, and you touched on it in our NFC North review around how productive he was for the Lions last year. Seventeen touchdowns. Obviously, Ingram was coming to the end of his career. You combine him with Alvin Kamara, and we saw firsthand last year how explosive the offense could be. Albeit they lost that game in London, Chris Olave. You've got good tight ends there. You've got Michael Thomas, I want to say, is a great wide receiver. I mean, they got all the players there. And essentially, you now there's just huge expectations on Carr to deliver and put this team forward again in a position where they are challenging for the defeat. Yeah, but I suppose the, the question marks are around Alvin Kamara and what exactly might play out there, very likely to be facing a, a suspension and waiting to hear uh, what exactly that will be. I thought Olave was very impressive last year. Michael Thomas, I, I don't know. Like, what does one make uh, of Michael Thomas? What Michael Thomas will will we see take to the field? Look, they, they will be competitive, and they have certainly upgraded at the quarterback position because, um, obviously, ever since Drew Brees went into re- retirement, uh, they, they have gone through um, the, the QB carousel and I, I've talked about it on the show numerous times Derek Carr is a leader I, I think you can win with Derek Carr but I don't think you win because of Derek Carr but he's ended up in, in a division where you know they will or should be at least in the mix defense is getting older though and there will those question marks around Dennis Allen as head coach and in, is he really head coach material they they need to get off to a, a fast start, I, I think, because otherwise those question marks surrounding Dennis Allen uh, will, you know, only kind of grow grow louder. They had such kind of succeed, sustained success under Sean Payton and uh, the fact that he has uh, kind of, like, is gone now. I mean, I suppose last year, everyone knew he was, he was probably gone, but there's always that hope against hope that maybe he was going to, come back and uh, that's been well and truly dashed so um given the division all things are possible but it, it, it's tough to to look at them and think oh yeah they they're ready to take this division by scruff the neck Conan they signed uh Brian Everett a wide receiver who would have had a relationship with Derek Carr back in 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 the Raiders days and then this story for me just kind of floated under the radar but it was the fact that Dennis Allen was accommodating and allowing John Gruden to come in and be around the uh, the organisation for a couple of days and, and when he was questioned at a press conference last week he said I wanted to learn as much as I could about Derek Carr myself and that's why one of the reasons in which 
I asked John Gruden to come in, but like they had a previous relationship. That was one of the kind of key callers when they signed Derek Carr was that Dell has had a relationship with him previously within the time I'll be it was in Oakland before they moved to Las Vegas. Are you surprised that even Gruden's around bearing in mind everything that's gone on? And are we looking at a scenario where they're kind of trying to navigate a situation where he ends up being involved in the in the coaching staff and somehow are we just is that a really speculative story to put out there? I, I think you, I think you can look at it one of one of a couple of different ways. Like given Gruden's reputational baggage, if you were going to get him involved, it could only really be in some kind of light touch capacity. And you can say that maybe what they're doing here is is evidence that they're giving Derek Carr every chance to succeed, and they want to put everything in place, even taking a risk on bringing in Gruden in whatever kind of consultant role or, or however exactly they've described it. Um, on the other hand, maybe they were flying a kite here and seeing bring him in without there being too much Ferrari maybe there is a bigger role and I don't think that's outlandish to suggest that that's what they may be thinking look we live in a post Deshaun Watson league now and sorry to bring him up for the for the second time but teams will do unfortunately some teams will do whatever it takes regardless of what the morality or what the ethics of it are and you know Gruden is a guy who carries a huge amount of baggage um, from what's happened historically and we've seen the fallout and how that ultimately impacted on Don, Dan Snyder who had to sell out of the, the commanders who we've talked about in another po- podcast and you know the, the disaster that that whole ownership was and, and Gruden tainted as part of that unfortunately um, <laughs> why wouldn't they bring him in I'm sure is, is, is how they look at it unfortunately if they think that that's, that's what, what's going to help them get to where they want to go um, they are in a, in a place though where you kind of feel like they've taken almost the fans' view of their own division and gone. Everybody said, "Oh, this is this isn't going to take much to win this division." So we haven't really done all that much. I mean, Derek Carr, I think, is definitely an upgrade on on Andy Dalton. Is he that much of an upgrade, or did 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 he, do you really see them making a big jump forward? Particularly given, you know, as Colin said, the the, the question marks around how much of Alvin Kamara are we going to see next season? How long is that very likely suspension by the looks of it going to be, and how much is that going to disrupt them? I also think you hit on something, Colin, when you mentioned um, the Sean Payton situation. Remember, Sean Payton is obviously back in the league. The last thing that Dennis Allen will want is to get off to a slow start and see Sean Payton get off to a flyer with them, with with, with that franchise and the in the AFC West that we that we'll be discussing at some point. I'm sure in in, in length over the season, 